Fonzo, welcome to another episode of The Clinic, and today we'll be talking about attraction. We'll be talking about, is it good to you? Is it good for you? And we're just talking about the type of people that we are attracted to. We're talking about being honest with ourselves. And I got to admit to you, most time when people do podcasts, they know exactly where they're going. They got a a list of papers in front of them. They got it together. They're organized. They're orderly. And a lot of times those make the best podcasts. But I got to tell you the truth. I have zero preparation in front of me. I'm going right from the heart uh, because I just had a thought on my mind today and I had a desire. So that desire is helping people to be honest with themselves and also helping them to find, find themselves in the best relationships for them. And really not just with uh, in intimate relationships, but in relationships uh, with friends and, and uh, co-workers, colleagues and people who they hang out with. But part of it is knowing who am I attracted to? And there should be a balance between who am I honestly, truly attracted to? And is that good for me? That's the thing we want to talk about today. Just being honest, like what or who am I attracted to? Why? And is it good for me? I'll give you a good example. If if I'm being really honest, which you got to do that too. You got to be honest with yourself. If I'm being really honest, I got to think about who am I most safe with? And honestly, the type of person who I'm most safe with, they make decisions like I make decisions. They they think a little bit how I think. They love what I love. They enjoy what I enjoy. And so, you know, basically, if I'm not going to cross the street with traffic going crazy, that person isn't going to do it either. Uh, if I'm a risk manager, I, I assess things and I look at the risks and I make calculated decisions. I like a person who does that same thing. And that's who I'm safe with. But Is that necessarily who I'm attracted to? Well, first, let's just take a quick look at this definition of attraction, because I do have something pulled up in front of me since we're talking about it. What is attraction? Attraction describes interest, desire, or affinity that's emotional, romantic, sexual, physical, or aesthetic in nature. And many people mislabel attraction as purely romantic, but many feelings qualify as attraction, right? From taking an interest in someone to admiring someone's appearance to experiencing sexual feelings. See, attraction is a key part of how you connect to other people and build your support network, you know, and so that's that's attraction. So I don't necessarily have to be intimately uh, connected to you to be attracted to you. And so just getting that part, we got to understand that, that definition, you know, when we think about attraction, I can be connected to you or attracted to you for your mind. Like, man, I love how she thinks. So I love how he thinks. Um, I could be attracted to you, uh, for physical qualities. I could be attracted to you because of, you know, who you believe in and what you believe in. 
And again, a lot of times it's for safety, but it's other times it's because I just enjoy it or another person would enjoy it. You know, so it's not always about safety. Sometimes it's, it's about enjoying. I enjoy talking to this person. So, you know, take a second right now and just ask yourself. I, I'm going to ask the question. Who comes to mind? Who are the top three or four people that comes to mind when I ask the question, who do you genuinely enjoy having conversation with? When they talk, when they converse with you, you enjoy it. And when it's over, you just kind of settle in it. You reflect on it and like, man, I miss talking to him or I miss talking to her because that's my person when it comes to talking. That's somebody who you can identify with. You're attracted to them because you think on similar wavelengths. You assess things similar, similarly. But again, that's not always the case. The attraction isn't always because I think like you or she thinks like me. Sometimes it's for other reasons. Um, you know, I think about my wife in particular. <laughs> I was telling somebody, man, sometimes she ain't safe. She's not safe for me. Uh, and it's always been the case. From the time we met each other, she was a bit more risky than what I would be. So, you know, when you think about uh, back in high school, there's always some case where you you in the parents home or you're in an auntie's home. And, you know, one of these people, either the girl or the boy, somebody wants to try to do something and kiss and all this other stuff. While there's people still in the house, let's just say I'm the safe one. I've never <laughs> attempted to do anything like I'm not doing it. But let's just say my person. No, she she'll make that. She'll take that risk, you know. But as unsafe as that is for me, as risky as that is for me, I'm attracted to that a little bit. It's nothing like me. It's nothing like me. I would never do anything like that. I'm not going to initiate that. But there's something about that that's attracted, attractive to me. And what that is, is if there's a part of me where I feel like I'm incapable or less likely to do these things on my own, then I am attracted to the type of person who will push me or pull me because subconsciously I wanted to do those things anyway. I was just afraid or I was I was a little leery, reluctant, reticent. I had some trepidation about it, you know, and so sometimes I am attracted to a person who pulls out those things in me. And, you know, the messed up part about it is like, yeah, that's not always safe. I get into trouble around these type of people. Those are the type of people that just say, just do it. Go ahead. Jump. Come this way. Do it. Take a risk. And, you know, you got you have to assess it and determine if you want to go that way. But, yes, that is something that is attractive to me when I know that I can't do it for myself or I'm having problems doing it for myself or taking that step. And I got the type of person that's encouraging me and saying, come on, I got you. Come on. It, it might not feel so safe, but I'm attracted to it. Asking myself, well, what part of that am I attracted to? And I think the, for me, it is not that I'm attracted to taking the risk, but I'm attracted to the strength. I'm attracted to the 
uh, that carefreeness. I'm, I'm attracted to the ability to not be caught up in what I get caught up in, which is analysis paralysis. I'm just going to analyze and analyze and analyze until I get to the point where I just don't even do it. And then I realize later I'm sad about it. And so, yeah, I'm going to be attracted to a person who says, just do it, even though I'm bothered by that sometimes because I'm thinking to myself like, man, you did not count the cost. You did not calculate the risks. And now we find ourselves down the road in trouble because you didn't calculate these risks. So, yeah, both of these type of people I'm attracted to. I'm attracted to the person who's just like myself, who's safe, calculate, risk manager. But I'm also attracted to the person who says, get out of your mind, get out of your head, get out of your own way. Just do it. And so ultimately, as you're listening, these are the things you got to think about, too, because really the answer is finding the right balance for you, finding the right balance for yourself, because I think it's a little bit of both. Like if I were to find the perfect person, which uh, I'm going to have to tell you, I found that person because I married him. (laughs) But to find the perfect person, it is a good combination of things that you would do that make you feel safe, but also things that you wouldn't do because you just have had a problem doing them on your own. You do want to be with the type of people who bring out the best in you. And so when you when you put all this together, you ask yourself, does the other person bring out the best in me? And am I comfortable and safe around them? And it's probably a good match. And that's the formula for me for intimacy and friendship, actually. I love, I'm turned on by friends. And, and when I say turned on, don't get it twisted. It doesn't necessarily have to mean like sexually. But I'm turned on and, and highly attracted to friends who are safe like me. You know, they, they say, whoa, you know, hold up, like uh, Carla Ray does. <laughs> hold up, just wait a minute. I like that. That's safe. I can trust you. But I also like the type of friends say, okay, well, we looked at it. Uh, It don't look like it's going to kill us. Let's just do it. Let's just start this business. Let's do it. Let's just take this leap of faith. Let's do it. I like those type of friends. They have a place in my life. You know, I, I allow them to speak into my life because I know they got that fire. They got that zeal and I'm attracted to that. And again, these are the very qualities of, of my wife. You know, way back at 16 when I met her, that's the type of stuff she was doing. I would be like, no, let's not do that. We're at work. We're at Hardy's. And she'd be like, let's do this. Like, look, man, that ain't safe. You know, and I knew it. It's not like she was asking me to do stuff like put my hand in the deep fryer because that would have just been ridiculous. But she was challenging and she's always been challenging, you know. And so to this day, I still have those times where I got to ask myself, like, is this safe? Like, I ain't going to do that, you know. And the only way you can do that is know yourself, you know. So maybe that's that's where we we take this conversation is how well do you know yourself? Because I don't think you can answer those questions about who's safe and what you're attracted to unless you are honest you got to be honest with with who you are as a person what who am i and what do i like what is it that i really want like i'm sure there's somebody out there right now who who says man i like this type of man 
You know, he's rugged. He's a soldier like the Beyonce video. And, you know, but when you get that guy, he running you through hell. He on drugs, you on drugs, he's stealing, stealing from you, stealing from your mama, stealing from your sisters. He ain't safe, but you're attracted to him. That's out of balance. There's got to be a way that you can get that type of fire and passion, you know, get what you want. I want the roster look, the rugged look, the soldier, rough neck. I want me one of them type of dudes, somebody who I feel safe with. But do you really feel safe? If this dude click every time you with him, somebody bump into him, he clicking, pulling out his gun. You know, somebody blow smoke in, in the air. He's, he upset. Want to put two in the air. Is that safe for you? Eventually, you get exhausted with those type of attractions. And that's why, like I said, you got to be honest with yourself. Am I attracted to it? Well, okay, well, we can't do nothing about that. You're attracted to that type of thing. But go deeper. Ask yourself, what about that? Are you attracted to? Why do you want somebody who is 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 like um, what rapper? I'm gonna say Jake. Nah, I can't say J Cole because he he too conscious. Uh, think about just just a whoever whatever rapper is is volatile. Somebody who who's wild and you're like, man, I bet his lifestyle is hell. You know, um, Juice World. I don't know. You know, just some people who. I'm going to go with Lil Wayne for right now because that's the only name coming to mind. You know, somebody who who might be wild, singing songs like I wish I could F every girl in the world. That probably hype you up a little bit. Maybe that's what you're attracted to. But ask yourself, why? Am I attracted to that wild nature? Am I attracted to that thing that like, man, it seems like he just let go and he got that energy. Well, that's the real thing that you're attracted to. And when you know that, you will find the right man or woman because you're starting to ask the right questions. What about that am I attracted to? Ask yourself that right now. Why do I keep falling for this type of man? What about that am I attracted to? When you can answer those questions, I guarantee you, you will get better at choosing a good balance, which is who's safe for me and thinks a little bit like me. Helps to stabilize me, keep me on the right path. You know, I like there's a part of my one of my daughter's song, Bossy, one of my favorite songs. Um, and she she talks about being a savage, which is a good wordplay on her name because her new last name is Savage. But, you know, she's also saying some some things that sounds like he he keeps me in check. He keeps me straight. But it's not like she's saying he's controlling me. I already know that. I know my daughter. But she's saying he stabilizes me. He keeps me straight. He keeps. And so who helps to keep you straight? In other words, who balances you out? Who balances out your personality? Those are the type of friends that we need to be with on a regular basis. But those are also the type of intimate uh, lovers we need to be with. What am I attracted to about them? Why am I attracted to it? And, you know, is it safe? Can I balance that out? Is it something that that sets me on fire every now and then? It helps me to just have that passion. Because, you know, think about this. Sometimes when you find somebody who just like you, that is going to be safe. But you're just going to have this safe marriage, <laughs> this safe relationship. 
every now and then you got to have somebody just when when they look at you, you just kind of say, ooh, man, he brings it out of me or she brings it out of me, you know. And uh, I try to be that for myself. Like, I already know I'm a safe dude, but <laughs> one of the things that attracted my wife to me that I know about is once I first came back from the Navy, she saw a side of me that she had never seen before. She had only seen the safe side, but just for a moment, you know, I got to drinking that night. That's what it was. And she saw me dancing. She was like, wait a minute, you can dance? And she loves dancing. Then the next thing came, like, how I was dancing. Like, okay, he he rotating some hips. He moving, some, you know, he doing some gyrating and carrying on. And so for her, it represented like, oh, man, I might have the best of both worlds. A dude who's safe, but he will take a risk every now and then. He'll take a leap of faith. He'll ju- he will jump, and he might look sexy doing it. He might be sexy doing it. I can work with this. And it lit a fire. So now it's more than just he's safe. I'm attracted to his safety. I'm attracted to the fact that he can stabilize me. He's stable. I'll have a stable household. But I'm also attracted to the fact he do have some qualities and some levels I don't know about. And that's a turn on. There's some stuff. He going to take me some places where I haven't gone. Because he's been some places where I haven't gone. Well, that's how it is with both men and women. You know, I'm always like a a, a, a chick or a dude who who's safe like me. Some of my best friends, dudes and girls, dudes and ladies, have been safe like me. They make good decisions. They do not put their life at risk. They do not put their money at risk. They don't put their family or their finances or their freedom at risk. They're safe. But at that same time, some of the ones that make me smile the hardest are some of those just willing to take a calculated risk every now and then and say, let's just do it, bro. Let's just do it, babe boy. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's go. Love those people. So turn on. Turn on. I miss them when I'm without them, honestly. And again, that don't have to be sexual. So don't just get me wrong and think that this is boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm saying I'm that way with my friends. Like when I truly enjoy being around you, I miss you when I leave. When you're not there, I I miss you because you're the best of both worlds. Because you're safe, you're stable, you meet my personality. And at the same time, I'm attracted to your energy, your fire, your willingness every now and then to take a leap of faith. Because, hey, that's how live people do you know it's dead if you're not willing to make any moves you're just gonna stay the same for the rest of forever yeah that's safe but man how attractive is that you know it sounds like a tree (laughs) you know i want something that's gone we finna move you know bring out the best in me that's that's amazing so for you that's listening out there again ask yourself who am i What do I like? What do I need out of friends and cousins and family? What do I need out of intimate lovers? And what's what's that thing that I'm attracted to sometimes that's not always that good for me? Why am I attracted to it? And now that I know why I'm attracted to it, maybe I I can deal with this without always having to play with fire. Maybe I can identify 
all of these qualities in one person, a person who is both safe and bring that fire, a person who can meet some of my emotional needs, for example, intimate conversation, affection. That's a that's a, an emotional need, domestic support, admiration, openness and honesty, family commitment, recreational companionship, sexual fulfillment. They can meet these type of needs. Safe and they bring the fire. So anyway, you know, there's a whole lot of places we could go with this conversation. But the idea today was just to kind of help you on along, because, you know, sometimes we get into these routines and we just we're like robots. We just keep going and going and doing the same thing, the same cycles all the time. But for once, I just want you to stop and ask yourself, why do I keep getting in the same type of relationships with the same type of people? Sometimes you have to find out who you are. Who are you? And why are you? Why do you do these things? You know, sometimes the why don't don't matter as much, but you but you do need to have awareness. Like what what is it that I like? So again, even if if my wife was not with me and I had to start all over and reset, I think I'd be pretty good at it. Because I think I'm not just going to wind up with somebody who is a cancer for me. It's likely going to be a a person who's like me on that safe side. That's my personality. I'm an introvert, really. But I can't have another 100 percent introvert with me. What are we going to do? Just be two trees? Never do anything. Always wind up at the bookstore. That's boring. (laughs) I don't I don't want it. I need somebody who's going to be like, let's travel. Let's do some things. Let's let's be wild. Let's do some things. You know, (laughs) I'll say this and I'll move on. I'll put it this way. I am an introvert. I do safe things. But my youngest son was conceived on the dock of the bay (laughs) in in the Ozarks, Missouri. (laughs) And so (laughs) I would never, I'm just telling you, on my own reconnaissance, I would I would never go out into the midst of the the sea or the lake in the nighttime with no life jacket and no stars shining and, and just dark and no one can find me and do such. But that's something that occurred because that someone br- brings that out of me. And so I got to say. I'm attracted to it. So anyway, you know, as we close this segment again, you know, ask yourself, what's safe for me? What stabilizes me? What's a good marriage? What's a good long-term relationship? Something that I can see myself being okay with. I can manage it. I won't be emotionally exhausted and mentally exhausted and physically exhausted all the time from dealing with this fool. What's stabilizing? Because let's face it. We like a lot of things, but that don't mean it's good for us. If it was up to me, I'd eat chocolate chip cookies all day, every day. All of my meals would be spaghetti and pizza, but everything that's good to you isn't good for you. Because one day you wake up and realize, man, there's a such thing as high blood pressure. There's a such thing as diabetes. There's a such thing as high cholesterol. There's a such thing as skin issues. Wow, I'm not drinking enough water. My skin is getting dry. My hair is getting brittle. 
So we got to do things that cause us to have longevity. It's the same with relationships. We can't make childish decisions like we did in middle school or high school. We can't just say, well, I like what I like when I like it, how I like it when I want to. I'm just going to be led away by all my feelings. Well, your feelings don't lead you. Who's in charge of your feelings? You're in charge of your feelings. Your feelings aren't in charge of you. That means you got to make some stable decisions. What's good for my long-term physical health? What's good? Who's good for my long-term financial health? Who's good for my long-term spiritual health? Who's good for my long-term emotional health? If you can't help to stabilize that, or at least, you know, if I'm going to stabilize it myself, which that's the primary objective, I don't want somebody who's going to destabilize it. So I got to think about those things. So again, is it good to you? But is it good for you? That's the question. You know, and so once you find somebody who you believe, okay, this person's good to me and good for me. Then on top of that, I get the bonus. I get the icing on the cake. You got a few things that turn me on and light my fire. You make me smile. You make me have glee. You make me have joy. I mean, don't you don't you see me smiling? Like you hear it, but don't you see the smile on my face right now? Because I got joy, I got glee when I'm thinking about somebody who brings out that fire, that passion in me, and I miss being around them. I like that I can converse with them, but I like I like being around them too. I don't want misery. And I'm just telling you, so many relationships end in misery because we don't think about these things up front. Is it good to me, but is it good for me? So I urge you to think about those things, because if you don't, I'm telling you, friends, you're going to wind up in my counseling office on my couch, which I'm looking at right now. It's empty, but there's about to be some people on it in a few minutes. And some of the some of the times it comes from these decisions of am I able to answer that question? You know, of being, you know, what what's what's good for me isn't always uh, no, what's good to me isn't always good for me. So I got to ask myself questions up front. Is it good for me? I know it's good to me. We can point out a whole lot of things that's good to you. You know, I bet you're smiling right now when you think about what's good to you. Who's good to you? But is he good for you? Is she good for you? You know, let's go for the men and the women. Think about all those chicks, my guys. Think about them. Who you like. Like, man, I like a hood chick. My boys just said that. You done came up to me and you said, I like a hood chick. A good chick. Down for anything. Chick a rider. She dope. But is she good for you, my boy? Or she going to have you in jail? Because you always pulling your hair out. What's she doing? What's she into now? Oh, she got me spinning like this. She got me doing this. She got me going crazy. So let's go for the men and the women. Just because it's good to you don't mean it's good for you. Get you get you one that can do both. You seen those memes? Get you somebody who can do both. Put her in a business suit and then put her in some army boots. Put her out in the field. She working with you um, more than y'all <laughs> You know, but but her hair dope. She pretty. She's smoking hot. She can put them boots on, but she can put them them heels on, them pumps. 
She ain't got to have on makeup, boy, but she look good with that makeup. She ain't got to have nails, but she look good in them nails. Get you somebody who can do both. She humorous, but she know how to get serious when it's time to get serious. She ain't going to destabilize you financially, mentally, emotionally. He's not going to destabilize you mentally, physically, emotionally. You know, got you on drugs, got your singing voice messed up. Anyway, I'm out of here. Y'all heard enough. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, is it good to you and is it good for you? Think about that when you think about attraction. All right. I'm out of here. It's Fonzo. It's been another episode of The Clinic. Hope you enjoyed it.